0: Fun, fun stuff. What's up, hey Sam? How are we doing today?
1: <laughs> are you guys talking fantasy football?
0: We, I was indeed, yes. yes.
1: I don't, I don't. I mean, I under kind of understand how it works, right? Yeah. I just don't get it because it's like, I don't know. You're betting on like people, and if they get injured, it sucks. Yeah, And yeah, then it's you, then you get yeah. pissed. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. And it's that's, like don't get
1: mad it. because they got injured. No. They, like, oh, Might no. have a career-ending injury. Oh
0: no, oh no. You don't wish <laughs> injuries upon any player, but no, it, I know. Uh, but like you get
1: uh, you get annoyed, right? It, eh. You
0: get annoyed with a lot of things. It's just some. it makes football more entertaining in a way. I've been doing it since like 1994, but, you know. Oh, by the way, everyone, this is what happens to us with Sam, Nate, and Hugh. Uh,
2: Starting off strong with fantasy football.
0: As everyone wants to listen to. So I wanted to let everyone know that we were recording. So, you know, hey.
1: Yeah. Well, let the record show that all the announcers before the Niners game chose the Rams to win. Showed them, huh?
2: Yeah. Whatever.
1: No, we yeah. needed that win because it been really, really bad the past couple of weeks. So, I don't know we well, that. I mean, everybody's they've, injured. I mean, they've lost
2: like their entire team. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: What is this thing um, you guys call wins?
1: Yeah.
2: Hey, at least your quarterback has glorious hair, Hugh. He glorious does. Hair. He
0: does. And he actually hasn't cost them any game. Eh, not really. He's played well for a rookie. So, uh, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: Well my my quarterback's dreamy, so
2: he is. He's he's, he's not very good, but he's very dreamy. He's
1: okay. He's better than other quarterbacks. Eh.
2: Yeah,
1: um you know, it's it's a vague statement, but he Yeah. Okay for he went to the Super Bowl last year, guys.
0: He did. So Sam is a Niners <laughs> fan, Nate is a Rams fan, and I am a Chargers fan, just for those out there that don't know our teams. So we do actually carish yeah. a bit.
1: Jimmy G is I think the the most beautiful quarterback. And I know a lot of people love what's his face from the Patriots well not the Patriots anymore, but Tom I never thought Tom Brady was that cute. Yeah, that's fair.
0: You're not alone I think, Mahomes,
1: I think Mahomes is cuter than Tom Brady. Okay. So.
0: But what do you think about Mahomes' voice?
2: I was just going to say Mahomes is oh, his, see? the voice is what gets me. It's that is that is a voice you do not expect to come out of that face.
1: Yeah. Well that and also they, they beat our team in the Super Bowl, so a part of me is just like, I should hate you, but he seems like a nice kid.
2: he does it's you know? very hard to dislike him, although he did today on uh, on Instagram they, he and his wife did a, a gender reveal for oh, their gosh. baby, which makes me dis luckily did they nothing cause a fire nothing was set on fire, but it was still <laughs> annoying.
0: <laughs> well I mean didn't I don't Russell I don't Wilson
2: do one why... as well with Sierra Well R- Russell Wilson's the worst. I mean I love it we all we all hit the Seahawks right
1: yeah yeah That's well like no, no,
2: well because of well I I mean we you I know you and yeah. I have the you and I have the Pete Carroll connection Russell Wilson is the I, somebody was joking I think it might have been Levitar or somebody was saying he is the biggest change between real person and how they are in the field in terms of on the field he's like one of the most exciting players you'll ever see like everything he does is exciting right. but off the field he's the most boring human be- but tom brady no because because okay. tom brady's not even like that because tom brady's really boring in real life but in football tom brady's not that exciting either he's very good but like everything russell wilson does is exciting but in real life he's so boring good for
1: him he doesn't need to he doesn't need to be like i don't know crazy i don't know
2: he's he's here to entertain us sam
1: He's married to Sierra. She's great. Good for him. She's
2: that is actually, honestly, uh, people have joked about that. That is the only thing that gives him street cred is, is the Sierra thing.
1: <laughs> he needs to is his like walkout song like one two step because that would be my song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, th- I I should be. It should be. Oh. I, I at least have to think it's the ringtone on his phone.
0: That is something we had to we had to think of, Nate. Um, what what would, walkup what, songs? What walkup songs? We never thought about that before. Well, I've, I've. Oh, uh, always... the
1: past. I mean, have you, have well, you been watching the, uh, the World Series? Or I guess, you know,
2: are you they doing a... walk-up songs with no crowd? I don't, think, you can, I don't you know. Gen- you generally don't hear them on TV. Yeah, yeah you don't hear them on TV. Um, Hugh, I've maintained. I've always had the, um, the same walk-up song. any I, 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 anytime we've had this conversation, it's "Brick" by Ben Folds Five.
1: Jesus, Nate.
2: <laughs> I didn't have it, to it, say it, that.
0: That's the best part. I just had a face
1: and Sam. It's so depressing.
2: To... Yeah. Um, just because it's about abortion—is that why?
1: Well, yeah. The entire song is sad. It's not like the content of the song, sure, but like the song itself is just sad. It's no, not like yeah. it doesn't like pump you up. It's not like. Um,
2: oh, I, I get you know I Jock get...
1: Jams, whatever.
2: <laughs> jo- volume yeah, five true. or whatever uh, volume it's on. I wonder so what, what, what 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 volume of Jock Jams do you think they're up now? I'm guessing that they don't. They don't do them anymore. I don't believe but makes they, them. It's not like now. I, now what I call music, which is up to like the 30s now, but no, it's um, up to
1: like the 40s or 50s now. I think
2: is it probably. Yeah. it was yeah. in
0: the teens last time. I, 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 what, I, I knew, and, and that's when I was
2: doing
1: a
0: stat. Like I was working in music and filing CDs away. I, So
2: I'm pretty sure uh, now the volume one of now, that's what I, is it now that's what I call music. Isn't it something stupid like that? Yes.
1: Something like
2: that. Um, I think it came out when we were in college. I don't know how often they released them, but I'm pretty sure volume one was when we were in
1: college. Yeah. So um, I was always a fan of the punkaramas, which I don't even know if they even make them anymore. Do you remember any of those from the nineties? There's like, they're like compilation discs for, you know, Oh, they're up to 105. Or more than Holy. that, because that's the first image that I see when I Google it. But yeah, Punkaramas used to be like you know um, songs like like a compilation.
2: I don't remember those. Hi, Kira.
1: Hi. Early. Can I the ca- have some candy because I Love yes. <sighs> Such a sucker. She always asks for candy and treats whenever I'm busy, yeah, and right. I always like give her a little
2: genius I she's, know. A, that's she's smart she's gonna be a handful That's she's already a we, we
1: just we just had lunch so it's fine and she actually ate most of her food which is a miracle that's good yeah but um so, but yeah no, that there's that song from bring it on that sparky plaster uses and that's like oh, my that,
2: generic
1: yeah song. oh well, yeah
2: yeah i don't know what it's called um I don't either, but I know. I, I mean, it's, it's exactly as soon as you, as soon as every time, anytime you hear it, you just think of Sparky Plastery. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much.
2: Oh, that I've not seen that movie in some time. Does it? I assume. Well, yeah, the first one. I, well, I haven't seen any of the sequels either lately, but um, I assume it still holds up.
0: Oh, there's actually. A I surprise- saw
1: it like last year.
2: The the what what. What, what, what <laughs> are you oh saying? i'm
0: sorry i i i don't worry about me don't i was just about to say the the okay. jack jams is only there's only uh
2: it only went till 2001
1: that's too bad oh. they stopped making jock jams huh
2: they did I thought. They well they more. still they still are playing the same damn songs that like when you i haven't i mean it's been a long time since i've been to a sporting event it's been a long time since I, a lot of people have but like you know football games like the the go-to is still um they still play um, Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part Two, which um, most people might not know by the by the name, but it's the you know da 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 da, oh, da, da, yeah. da yeah. yeah. Uh which is a really a song, a very problematic song. Not the song itself, but Gary Glitter yeah, is a, like on issue. the lam in the Philippines because of like child sex scandals or yeah. something. Well
1: of course he's in the Philippines, jeez. Oh speaking
2: yeah, of child like that.
0: child sex scandals, did you uh has have either of you been on Twitter today?
2: The no. Ru- 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 Rudolph Giuliani?
0: Yes.
1: Oh Jesus. Yes. Oh. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's not so good. good. It's not oh, good
2: at all. It, it's,
1: What's up with Giuliani? I love I love, he, I love I love I love all these politicians' kids too. Uh, Giuliani's uh, kids. Great.
2: Okay. So he, um, go ahead, Nate. Yeah. You got this one. <laughs> oh, so it's um basically. Uh, a, a, it's only been a still release so far. I think not yes. the video. Yes. Basically, Giuliani was um, got was in is in the Borat sequel that comes out Friday, I believe, on Amazon Prime. He but he got caught in a very compromising position in the Borat sequel where he is on camera laying on a hot, uh, hotel bed with his hand down his pants, basically being seduced by the woman who is Bor- in the movie is Borat's daughter. Obviously, not really his daughter. Um But she's posing as a journalist, and there's really not a lot of we don't know the context yet. The the person, like I guess, Vanity Fair magazine has seen the movie ahead of time. I'm sure a number of people. So the still needs some context. But evidently, yeah, in Giuliani thought he was doing an interview with a conservative news site. This woman shows up. He starts hitting on the woman. Suggests they go to the bedroom of the hotel room. At some point. She takes off her microphone, and he has his hand down his pants, which is on video. And then at that point, evidently in the movie, Borat bursts in. Um, So it's it's something, and in the context of the movie, because Borat's daughter, like the whole point is his daughter's supposed to be fifteen. Now it's unclear. Uh It's unclear how like Giuliani's claiming he thought she was a journalist. It's unclear if he's if he actually knew how old she. She's obviously not fifteen. There
1: are teenage journalists. Just throwing
2: that out there. Yeah. So so, but the the thing that's really hysterical is that the people coming out in defense of Giuliani now, like the people on the right, not necessarily Fox News, but like the farther right, is they're trying to claim that anybody who's reporting this story is essentially report is it's essentially revenge porn. They sh- they shouldn't be allowed to be showing it, even though it's a clip of the movie Borat. So it's just very funny.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's probably. Better or if not as good as the naked fight from the first Borat, right? Oh,
2: that was fantastic. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I, at this point, I don't know... I mean, honestly, I didn't know that they were doing a Borat seek. I, I had forgotten. No, I, I don't
1: think... I don't think that they even announced it for that reason because I don't think they wanted people to know. Because whenever I, he does stuff, it's yeah. always undercover.
2: Which, I, mean, I guess they... the news had come this this happened in july this thing with giuliani and he tried to get ahead of it then although people didn't know what the context of what he was talking about was where he 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 claimed back in july that they tried to get him like they tried to fool him for borat but he was he was already onto it and this clip obviously shows that he wasn't but i yeah i mean i I, honestly i'm shocked that that anybody can be fooled by that at this point like it's it's
1: well some people just don't know know, they don't Watch movies, you know, like one of my best friends like barely watches yeah. any movies at all, and every time we make a reference, she's like, "What?" So
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, I mean, and I mean that's the thing with with Sacha Baron Cohen is he has to always he has to rotate out his characters because he he had to stop doing Ali G because everybody figured out who Ali G was. Well, and also, fool people, anymore. I mean,
1: he's really flashy. Like he has a he wears a yellow jacket. You know what I mean? Like it's very obvious. Yeah. But um, when he did his other show, where he goes across the U.S., you know. Yeah. Like I think that a lot of people didn't recognize him then because, like, if you see him on a red carpet events and stuff like that with with his wife, it's like he looks like a completely different person.
2: Yeah, and he's yeah, and but the but Borat, it. I mean, again, you know, like you said a lot. Not, there are people who might not have seen it, but that's also such a recognizable character. He's always wearing the gray suit. He always has the mustache. Um. But yeah. Uh. I I'm, I'm So I, I, this this it could not possibly be better um, uh, marketing for the movie because now every like, people who were might have been like eh before now see this Giuliani thing are like okay maybe I'll watch it just to see what the what's what's going to happen.
1: Oh, are they releasing it in theaters? Because it's Paramount, no, it's right? on
2: just on Amazon Prime on, on I believe like, on Fridays. Oh, that's right. As far that's as right, I know,
1: that's right. yeah, they've been a lot of studios have been selling it like coming to, like we, we talked about coming to America as well. Which I think is Paramount as well, isn't it? I... Selling the rights to their films to let it stream. Yeah. Um, I mean, my company, because Cable Town owns like Fandango. So they, they, they stream everything on Fandango now. So it's kind of like an incestuous thing. And I think that we bought Voodoo too. I haven't done anything okay. with it. But yeah, Walmart used to own Voodoo. And it's another, like, free service that's similar to, like, Pluto and, you know, all the other free services. But I actually like it a lot because you can also buy stuff, too. There's, like, free, like, ad-supported stuff, and then you could also buy movies as well. It's, it's, it's a pretty good service. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But, I mean, between all of the, the streaming services that I have, though, like, HBO, Disney, Netflix, Hulu, like, I don't even have time to even, like... Go to the the free ones because you know I feel like I've already paid for all these, so yeah. I might as well use them. But there's a there's a ton of content. Like I've been going down the. I know I mentioned it earlier because I'm old, but like Turner Classic Movies, man, on HBO Max is like the best thing ever.
2: Yeah, you mentioned that. I I there was some. Well, I I I really need to get HBO Max. I don't have it. Yet. There's something coming out on it that I wanted to. S- oh, it's the uh, the West Wing thing, the West Wing reunion.
1: Oh, it's good. That, I yeah, saw it. you already saw it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Yeah, he was Sorkin was on Rob Lowe's podcast this week, and it was really like it was just an hour of the two of them talking, and they were talking about that. And I was like, I really need to watch that.
1: I'll give you my login. It's really good. Oh, Oh. but you have to log in as my brother because I just don't want to. I just don't want to like set up another guest. (laughs) That's
2: fine. The isn't um, isn't Big Bang Theory on HBO Max, or is that coming soon? Yeah, it is. I I knew that. I knew they bought the rights to it. I um I saw um. Uh, and Hugh brought this to my attention the other day. Although, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Dawson's Creek is going to be is on Netflix now. Really, very pumped. On the yeah. first of November, yes. Oh, it, okay, oh, it's not yet. Okay. Not yet. But the question it's,
0: that I have to ask you, Nate, because you brought this up a long time ago, is: Is the theme song going to be the theme song, or are they going to have to? It's not. Use
2: it? It's not. That's already become a, a source of contention. Why? Is that it, is they, it all the rights? They, shit? they don't have the rights. They. I mean, Hugh. I mean, Hugh's the expert on licensing. I know you used to do it, but like the the uh, you know back in the day they they had the um, they not, had a deal in place for the ha- song that was I'm sure they
1: TV can buy the like song re-runch. from Paula Cole she's going to Why don't
2: think it's I don't I'm sure it's with the yeah um the, they had the foresight back then, like back when these shows were on the air in the late '90s and and before, they had the foresight to license stuff for for video and DVD. Yeah. So like, but they did not. I mean, who could I mean who could have known that streaming was coming? I mean,
0: that's a lot of contention that is going on right now with like the Writers Guild and even the 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 SAG and whatever the other merger, whatever SAG merged with, uh, because nobody predicted on demand yeah. well like, they
1: should write it they should write it in the contracts they, they, and like we re- redo the contracts yeah there's some I, i've i've heard people
2: talk about it like it, it, there's something that makes it very hard to do like it like they it It. you'd think it would be easy or easier like you'd think the 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 labels that own the the these these music catalogs would be like okay we'll take your money and give you the song again like i'm not i'm, I'm sure i'm you know it, it, and it's only an issue with with like it's, it's an issue in Scrubs, too. Sam, I know you listen to the Scrubs podcast. And they – like, shows like that that were so ba- – the, the music was such a part of the show. And shows like Dawson's Creek were, too. Like, the, these are shows that used to have soundtracks. Like, I don't know if you guys remember. Yep. Dawson's Creek had two different soundtracks. I own both. Uh, Felicity had two soundtracks. One Tree Hill. OC had soundtracks. And, like, the, the songs were such a big part. Dude,
1: the of, OC. The OC yeah. had great
2: music. They had yeah. great music. But, yeah, a lot of them um, – like the scrubs
1: what you say
2: <laughs> i cannot hear that it, yeah What um hide and seek by Imogen heap you can't hear it without thinking of marissa cooper shooting ryan's brother on the couch yeah. um,
1: and then therefore the snl skit that made fun of it too
2: where they're just in slow motion that was brilliant that was andy sandberg when he came back to host i think um sorry but it's yeah it's so strange like so if you own if you have the scrubs dvds it's all the original music, but Scrubs uh, was on Hulu. I believe it moved to Netflix now. And so many of the songs have changed. And like, you know, like a lot of things that Zach Braff and Bill Lawrence do, like the music is part of the plot. So if you change the song, it's weird. Like even Dawson's Creek, that song that song is so so synonymous with the show. Like if you put in a different theme song, like I was even trying to think about when, Hugh, when, when you mentioned it, you like, can you think of, there, like, there's some shows where the theme song is so synonymous that if you changed it, it feels like it changes the show. As stupid as that sounds, Friends,
0: definitely. Friends,
2: Friends, this one. Um, the uh, we'll just get back to Dawson's Creek real quick. The, the I, I don't want to wait. Wasn't even the original theme song. The original theme song was uh, "One Hand in My Pocket" by Alanis Morissette, but they had such licensing issues with that that it was only used for the pilot and was never able to be used again. So. So even the, I, even I don't want to wait was the was like the second choice.
0: She must have just but, broken out after the pilot.
2: Well, it's strange with with that and with the Friends, like and Friends didn't seem to be a licensing issue because they still use that on all streaming services, well, you, like that.
0: What's the band? Uh, the Racial, the Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. Okay, yeah, that, that's it for them.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's funny because um, uh, I don't want to wait. I don't know if anybody, if there are any Paula Cole. Um, fans out there as much as i am like you know i, I owned the, her, her album like you know that was the song before the show came out it was actually her second single her first single was where have all or the cowboys oh gone
1: God. which uh, is a really good song it is
2: a, that was a, it was a good album yeah and then i also not ashamed to say it i own the rembrandts album that has um uh yeah. what is the name of the song um I can't even think of the actual name of the song. I'll be there for you. you. Yeah. And it's weird to hear the album version because there's like two more verses. And it's like, wow, this song keeps going. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like, but that's just the thing that like when you. You know, the the shows that keep losing the losing these licensed songs, the ones that obviously were using songs that were there before like you know that's why song shows need to just have their own write their own theme songs but like
1: well yeah the the, the sorry i was gonna say like the there's a lot of shows now that have like original scores for the theme yeah. songs and they're amazing yeah
2: that's all the like imagine like getting sorry i keep changing, no, no, you're going fine, back you're and fine, forth it. but like you said that you like you absolutely could the friends is not friends if you change the theme song like what, curb your enthusiasm like if you take that away it's completely imagine just playing like a different theme song like theme song for Kirby enthusiasm it'd be totally different
0: uh, i'll say this much about curb because it's just instrumental you yeah. can kind of replace it it's it's easier to replace than an actual song song
2: but that one is so perfect for the show uh, same uh, another one um uh like seinfeld's is, yeah. it would be weird if you changed that did you an the office too the oh absolutely yeah did you or um did you know that this the the seinfeld there were no two episodes of seinfeld had the same theme song they actually changed it for every single episode huh.
1: really
2: the, the guy who composed it um changed the length of the song and the the um he basically composed you know how each episode of seinfeld would start with seinfeld doing um stand-up like it'd be a, like a little bit of a stand up. I think in the later years, they stopped doing that. But the composer changed the theme each week based on how the show started, like length, the, the, where the beats come in. So that, like, there is no one specific Seinfeld theme song.
0: Here's another one you, Fresh Prince
2: of Bel Air Nate. Oh, absolutely. That, that one, especially since it's. I well, that's an extra Leicester. verse, too. Was there?
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's an actual song, like, it's on his album.
2: Was it really? Yeah. Big, was it? No. That that would have been Big Willie style. Was later.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what album would that have been?
1: It's he's a DJ and I'm the rapper. Probably.
2: Oh, that's for yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That, I mean, you absolutely couldn't change that. But yeah. It, it, um, what if some? Uh, I'm lo- I'm, look, I, I'm looking I'm th- looking through th- some um, things.
1: So, um, so to be to, so the original office that song, God. um, and I don't remember who sings it, but they use a lot of Cat Stevens in their original office. And I enjoy that they use tea for the Tillerman a lot. Um, like at the end of the episode, I don't know. It always stuck with me. I love the the, the British Office.
0: Yeah, that is an embarrassing show. Like that, the whole yeah, comedy it, is just painful. Painful. It's it, it's genius, and it's that's Ricky Gervais at his finest. But it's hard to watch sometimes. Well, that's
2: his whole. His, that's Ricky Gervais's whole thing is he wants to make just like Larry David, he wants to make you uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Say But The Bell's theme song is great. There's a lot of great theme songs out there. I mean, I can go on. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Sometimes I'll just play the Perfect Strangers theme song. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. 80s theme songs were the best. Yeah. I mean, Levern and gro-
1: Shirley. G- Growing, Pains.
0: Growing Pains.
2: Growing Pains. Family Ties. Family Ties. ties, was
0: good Family ties. Silver um, Who's the
1: boss? Who's the boss? Oh, who's the boss? Oh,
0: who's the boss? Another classic.
2: The um,
0: Wow, we've we just gotten down a rabbit hole theme songs. And yeah.
1: I'm, f- and I'm for it all. Punky Brewster was my favorite, too.
2: I don't remember Punky Bruce. I know I'd, if I heard it, I know I'd immediately recognize it. I can't remember it. Did it have lyrics?
1: Every time I turn around. Oh, do, yeah. Do, do, that's do, do, right. The, the world something something. I don't know the words. I just know the, the it's, music.
2: It's remarkable how many of those yeah. Alan Thicke wrote.
1: Like uh, he, I, he yeah, Alan yeah, he had Thick had a, a, had a prolific had
2: a 80s theme song career. Uh, he, he wrote Facts of Life. He wrote... Um,
1: it's no wonder his son is a musician. I think
2: he, he wrote Different Strokes, I believe. I, I believe could be wrong about there. that.
0: Yeah, I
1: don't think I uh, know. Different Strokes is great.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. There are some interesting I do like... episodes of that one. Like it just, is... I remember just screening through and, like, with everything that's going on. And then you have, like, there's the image of, like, the, the guys taking their shirt, the kids taking their shirts off in front of the old man who was taking photographs of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they actually <laughs> warned <laughs> us back in the day.
2: Yeah, there's some problematic stuff with. A uh, what's lot that of show? It.
1: What's that show where um, there's an older lady with red hair and she takes in all the foster girl kids and Back, there's like Pex Blair. Alive? Yeah, Blair. It's yeah, Packs of, of Life is good. Take, like, I don't know why. it's it me. Was it a you take the good, you take, take the bad. The bad. You take, the... take them all, and yeah. there you have. Pax Pax of Life. Of Life. Wait,
2: wait, wait, Sam, watch out! Alan Thicke's estate might come after us. Oh yeah, you we can, yeah. can't yeah. sing it for keep, too long. Keep it, keep it short. Keep it short.
1: But um. Did you guys ever watch the Hogan family? Because that yep. was Jason, ba- classic Jason Ho- Bateman.
2: Yep, I love Hogan. Fa- that was um, um, uh, that was they, they did a weird thing where it was like a that was a spinoff of um, uh, it was a spinoff of a spinoff because it was Mr. a spin-off of, spinoff of Val. That? No, it was a spinoff. Valerie was a character. Valerie Harper was a character, I believe, on Mary Tyler Moore. Okay, and then. I believe that um, the character, the the character Valerie had a show called Valerie, and then Hogan's family was originally called Valerie's family. And if you the the first couple seasons of the Hogan family, it was Valerie was the was the matriarch, and then later on she left the show, and Sandy Duncan took over, and she was the aunt. So it like the I think in the same way that the original season of of Saved by the Bell was technically called Good Morning Miss Bliss. Like the Hogan family started off as Valerie's family. Yeah, the Valerie. I'm sorry, Valerie Harper was the actress's name. Um, although I think her character might have also been Valerie. Uh,
0: it is her name was Valerie, originally yeah. titled Valerie, and later Valerie's family.
2: Okay. Yeah. So. The um. Yeah, and then she left it, and Sandy Duncan took her place. And I remember, yeah, uh, Jason Bateman played. It was like a. Jason Bateman was one of the bro- – there were three brothers. There were two that I think were supposed to be twins but not identical. Right. I think their names were Mark and David. And then Jason Bateman was the older brother. Then the the dad – Sandy Duncan was the aunt. The dad was the same guy who played uh, Dylan's dad on, on, um, on 90210. He was oh, the, yeah. He was the criminal. He
1: was the criminal.
2: And then the funny neighbor on Hogan Family was Edie McClurg of famously of um, – ferris bueller's fame where she was the right. secretary and Fa- ferris bueller um yeah hogan family is a great show yeah. jason jason Bateman. sorry we were no, gonna no, say
0: no, he- no 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 uh, josh taylor played michael hogan the father and then yeah yeah
2: um jason bateman's had such a it's so strange like you know his his career he had like obviously one of the I mean, he's up there with, like, Robert Downey Jr. Among, like, the greatest second acts of his career. Because he was a... he. Jason Babin was a star as a kid. He right. did Hogan's Hogan's Family. He was on another show when he was even younger than that. Uh, you know, he had uh, Teen Wolf 2, which was a classic.
0: Uh,
2: oh, jeez. Uh... That's but funny. Then, then he disappeared for, like god almost 10 years and, and and nobody really talks about it he, ref- he he talks about how he's sober now and he talks about like he had a really dark period in his life but nobody really knows for sure like robert downey jr's issues with drugs were very public i think jason bateman kind of did it under the radar but like i mean if you look at jason bateman's imdb which i don't hugh i don't know if you're that's what I, you're I'm looking going at for his
0: tv uh situation right now and he was twenty-one episodes of Little House on the Prairie. Silver Spoons for twenty-one. He did some.
2: Yeah, he was in Silver Spoons. Knight
0: Rider. Uh, that was it.
2: The, the, Silver Spoons was what I was thinking okay. of that he did. Yeah. Um, he he worked as a kid, and then TV. Yeah, I'm wise. sure there's, and then I'm sure there's just a dark period. Like be like really, I mean, Arrested Development was his obviously his big comeback. I can't recall if he did anything before oh, that. That he, was part of was his working, comeback.
0: Um. Like I think it was just like one. He did uh 13 episodes of Chicago Sun back in 97, 21 episodes in Simon, in 95, 96. It's so he worked. It's not like, but he wasn't doing anything big that caught the eyes of uh, viewers. And I thought more of his comeback was in film, more so than TV. Like I yeah. think I think Dodge. Yeah, brought, he wasn't the
1: sweetest thing. Remember? Do you remember the sweetest thing? Yep.
2: He was. He was. Yeah, that the was ass- his
0: the asshole brother yeah. to Thomas Jane.
1: Yes, yeah. the,
2: the sweetest. The, the I I own. I love sweetest thing. I own that. Not obviously should not be a surprise to anybody. But the the best part about that movie were the these these side characters. Like he was hysterical as Thomas Jane's brother, and Christine Applegate was hysterical. Like Thomas Jane and and Chris, uh, Cameron Diaz are very forgettable in that movie. It's all the other. Selma Blair was hysterical. Like all the other characters are funny.
1: But, uh, I'm, I'm just, yeah,
0: I'm just going through the things, and I'm like, it, it started with dodgeball. It's like dodgeball was like the, the comeback in '04. Yeah. Like,
1: you uh, should listen to his podcast with um, with um, you
2: mentioned you mentioned that the uh...
1: Sean Sean Hayes and Will Arnett. Uh, it's called Smartless. They actually interviewed Stacey Abrams this week. It was quite enlightening. Oh. Very good. What? Yeah, okay. they, they 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 like so so the whole I told you about it, but so like one person's in charge that week, bringing in a guest, right? And the other two people don't know who they are. And um, the other day they did Clayton Kershaw, which I found fascinating because, like, nobody really interviews, like, you know, baseball players, really. Um, and, and then the other one was Gustav Dudamel, which I, I'm i a huge fan of because he does the, yeah. the, LA, the LA Philharmonic. So I'm a huge fan of um, the Philharmonic. And he's just been a conductor there for so long. And he's such an interesting guy with a very interesting, you know, past. And it, it's so nice to just have him just they all geek out because apparently they're all three of them like classical. Well, I think two of them like classical music. I don't know about Will Arnett, but <laughs> it's it's kind of awesome. It's all over the place. So it's not just like they're celebrity friends because that's just like, you know. Yeah, yeah, they have celebrity friends. Like they interview Adam Sandler, they interview like a whole, like Ed Franston and a whole bunch of other people that they all know, you know. But I'm glad that they kind of branch out a little bit more. So that Yeah. That's the, the, that's the cool thing. That's another reason why I haven't listened to it very much lately, but Armstrong expert was good with that because he would interview like experts in whatever field. And he's really into like Malcolm Gladwell and, um and uh Sam Harris and a whole bunch of other just people that aren't in the, the celebrity world, Yeah, which, which I enjoy. So
2: the Rob, I mean, I, I, I enjoy Rob Lowe's podcast. He does do, uh, I mean, obviously they're all celebrities and they're all, so far have been ones for the most part that have like he's friends with. He's gonna eventually run out of those. He's done a few that are people that actually didn't know him. He did one with um um Tiffany Haddish two weeks ago, which was hysterical because she had no I idea love her. she had no idea who Rablo was. Like the the entire opening of the interview is she's like I th- she actually said to him, She's like, I thought you were Mexican and he's like, Nope, nope, I'm white. I'm very white. Um
1: I love and- her so much.
2: And then uh, Martin, he did one with Martin Short a few weeks ago too, and I, I, just think I love Martin Short. I think he's hysterical. And Martin Short spent the entire hour just, just dunking on Roblo, making fun of him the entire time. He, he clearly, I don't know why he decided to go on the podcast, but he clearly had no respect for Rob Lowe. But it was very funny.
1: But was it like an act though? Because you know Martin Short does that act. Like well, that's pretty, just pretty
2: it. Pretty he, well. he, that he and Steve Martin have like perfected that. They're insulting you, but you don't necessarily realize they're insulting you because they, they're so polished at it and they're so funny that, like, I don't know how much Rob Lowe realized he was being made fun of the entire time.
1: Maybe he was in on it. Who knows?
2: Maybe. He's, he's, he has a pretty good sense of humor about himself. Like, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I don't know. There's only so many celebrities he can interview that are his friends, I think. Who knows?
0: I think that's what we've become now is a podcast reviewing podcast from now on. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't listen to that many, so I know. I know
0: it's, but it's, it's
2: a it's,
1: niche market.
2: Hugh. yeah, I, I've <laughs>
0: realized that as I as I brought it up and in, and in, in thought, because I'm sitting back here um, just being like, I listen to mostly sports podcasts, and nobody wants to hear about that. Uh,
1: I tried one the other day because I was trying to get into the Forty ers and the Forty ers has they oh, have their own podcast. Oh, it's that's like usually
0: based in the, the bay. worst. I wouldn't the, the homerness and, of that. Yeah. You just want to have, like, people have opinions, like, outside of the... like I No, a... no,
1: I just wanted to try it out and see, and I'm just like, I'm not a big fan of sports podcasts, because I don't really, nope. I'm not, like hardcore into football right or anything like that so it's just they, they mention all these other names and people and stuff and i'm like who's that again i'm not good with names right, so like i'm better with faces right so like when, when i see the players like on the field it's like oh it's that guy but you get i just the numbers, don't like, so you know
0: who yeah. i don't
1: line them up yeah. yeah and um i know like maybe five people on the team
2: <laughs> are, you, sam, are you by name yeah sam are you f- familiar with uh katie nolan she works for espn She's,
1: I needed to see her face.
2: Um, you might recognize her. She, she, it's, it's I mean, as you you could probably attest, to, it's hard to describe what she does because she's not really an expert in anything in particular, but they bring her on a lot of the ESPN shows because she's very good. She knows, yeah, very, but... very knowledgeable about sports. But the reason I bring her up is she has a podcast called Sport. It's called Sports with a question mark, where she basically, the whole premise is that it's about sports, but it never is. Um, That's funny. And you actually She does it pretty good. She's, You'd like her. She's very funny and like she, she, she does random things like she did an entire podcast um, a few months ago where they were doing a ranking of all the best Disney – made for TV Disney movies. Not like, not like theatrical, but you know how Disney used to make those like really low budget made for the Disney Channel movies? Yes,
1: those were the best.
2: Uh, yeah, those were also, those were awesome. And she went through and like ranked all of them and it was, it's just stuff like that. It's really good. Well,
1: we were, we it, were just talking about Escape from Witch Mountain the other day
2: which
0: one
1: cuz that's um the first one is there more than
0: one uh, there's uh the Dwayne Johnson
2: the, one they well that was they brought it there was
1: oh no no the, the escape old, old to witch
2: mountain was what was that it was what's her name is the the woman from uh, Kim Richards who's on real housewives of Beverly Hills she was like the kid in it oh, wow. and then they they made they made a sequel with her it was around the same era that like parent trap and things like this is like late 60s right. i think um and they made there was escape from witch mountain and i believe Kim Richards made a sequel I don't recall what it was called, but then The Rock, they rebooted it a few years ago and I believe that one was called Return to Witch Mountain, I think. Oh. But yeah, that was those were fun.
1: Now that's interesting. No, so like there's like, you know, um, Willow is a Disney film, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and all the, you know, all the like Flight of the Navigator, all those like oh, older films from when we were kids. I love all that stuff. I, I'm waiting to introduce them to Kira because she's a little young still. Um, we're trying to figure out like, when it would be a good time to introduce her to Hocus Pocus, she could hear me. That could be oh, that, that could be a little I'm too young it's, it's scary. For... I'm too young for what? A lot of You're not too movies. young
2: for anything.
0: <laughs> I think she should see gremlins. I think, think that I think no, that Gizmo that, that, Gizmo that traumatized me great...
1: as like an older kid. No, <laughs> I yeah, you
2: might have, you might have to start with four. That's much gremlins. to me. Just start her with gremlins, too. It'll be a, yeah. like a ease. I
1: could get her a mogwai doll.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Um, I'd have to hide it if I came over to your place and be like, yeah, that's got to go. No lasting effects so, for well, me.
1: That's, that's, before, that's before they turn ugly. Yeah, I mean, they're but, cute yeah. until they get water and yeah, other but stuff on evil. them.
2: That, um, I, just because you just mentioned, I had not thought of Flight of the Navigator in, in some time. And, you know, uh, call back to our conversation from last week when we were talking about my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker roles. She, that, that might be one C, remember her and oh, yeah. she was great in flight of the navigator yeah. she played like she worked at nasa for some reason but she was like i don't remember what exactly she did she helped him escape i remember that
0: she served food to people yeah with she, the robot and she had that weird, she had
2: that robotic thing that she she got him out by yeah um and did you know that Wee her I, I could be wrong about this I could be i could just be making something up but i believe that Pee Wee herman or paul rubens rather is uncredited for that even though he's the voice of the the ship I don't think he's actually credited as being the voice of the ship.
0: That's interesting. Maybe that's changed because it's
2: because it's. I mean, may, I could be completely wrong, but I remember at the time people being like, "Is that Pee Wee Herman?" Because it clearly is, but I, I don't believe he was credited <laughs> for it.
0: He did the voice, like you know, it's. Uh, probably...
2: Yeah, no, it's obviously him. But yeah. but I just remember. I mean, again, I just could be totally making that up. I, I'll just throw an allegedly in there, so it doesn't really matter. Allegedly. <laughs> It's a what's that? What's out-
1: that movie with her and Nicolas Cage?
2: Honeymoon in Vegas.
1: Yeah,
0: that was a horror. That was movie.
2: That, that was, was awful. that was another one of those that we've talked about many times on the pod. Where two of the same movie come out fairly close to each other. You know, we've brought them up how many times before? Like you know, like um, uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon, and you know, all that stuff. Honeymoon in Vegas came out fairly close to Indecent Proposal, which was kind of the same plot. Remember, a decent proposal was um, Demi Moore. uh, Demi Moore, who was and and Robert Redford, but who was the husband? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, wasn't it basically um, Woody Harrelson essentially sold his his fiance Demi Moore to Robert Redford so they could get money? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I think Robert Redford like offered them like a million dollars,
0: something like that. It was
2: very very problematic plot line actually he basically sold his fiance into prostitution but Honeymoon in Vegas was the exact same plot it was Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker and he basically James Caan basically bought um, Sarah Jessica Parker off of Nicolas Cage almost the same plot except that one was a comedy and one was a drama very strange
0: so he's credited on IMDB for playing oh, is he? okay? So I once again if it was you know, it's kind of like that whole Kevin Spacey thing on Seven, where he wasn't on any of the posters or anything. Like, that was the big. Surprise. I still haven't
1: seen it. What a spoiler. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know that he's in it. Yeah. His yeah. voice is so recognizable now, which ruins yeah. it because back then, nobody knew who he was.
2: Right. Yeah. He wasn't a, he wasn't a, he'd been in things, but he wasn't a big star at the time. Yeah. But people knew who he was. It like, was just a nice surprise. Usual,
1: usual suspects, right? Like,
2: yeah. Uh, was that was Usual Suspects was before that? I believe... No, I
1: think Usual Suspects, like he, that was his breakout role. Um, oh yeah, that was for Ninety-five. Sure. That's I don't know why I remember that. I, I was working at the video store at the time, so it was ninety-five. I think when Usual Suspects came out, um, but I don't remember when Seven. I think Seven came out later.
0: It did just a little bit.
1: But I just don't know if like the usual because Usual Suspects was kind of like an indie film. It wasn't like yeah. super popular. Like a big ma- major motion picture because of Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow. So, so yeah. I don't know how, how recognizable he would be at that point. Yeah,
0: what, no, I was saying uh, Gwyneth uh, Paltrow wasn't a huge part of that.
2: Um, no, that I I don't I I think the only thing I had seen her in before that is she was in um I believe it was Steven Soderbergh's one of his first movies. It was called Heart Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh well his first, I think his first big movie was Sex Lies, and Videotape, but he, he was he did another movie called Heart Eight that was pre-7 and that was the only thing I'd seen Gwyneth Paltrow in before that. Where he wh-
1: She was an Emma. She was in Emma. Before
2: he? or after that? I don't remember. Okay. I think
1: Emma was before.
2: Okay, to give Combinated you guys
1: for an Oscar.
0: So Kevin Spacey's timeline we're looking at right now. Um, Usual Suspects, Outbreak and 7 all came out the same year. Okay. Uh, so they must have been shot around the same times. Give or take. Uh, and if you lined it up, if if Usual Suspects came out and did big early on in '95, and they're like, oh, maybe we should hide Kevin Spacey for you know Seven, it had to have happened that time because you know then he did like a Time to Kill, L.A. Confidential, a Midnight in in the Garden. Yeah, that's
2: when he really he really blew up after Negotiator,
0: (laughs) American Beauty, like he was in Bug's Life. I don't. I
2: like I like to think that Seven, um. Uh, Outbreak and Usual um, Suspects are all in the same cinematic universe, and he's playing the same person in all three. Like go go back and watch Outbreak, but imagine his doc. You know, he's the scientist friend of Dustin Hoffman. Right. Imagine that that is that that is Kaiser Soze. Completely changes the plot of the movie. Oh,
0: that uh, that is a universe that I can oddly get behind, even though it's Kevin Spacey. and I haven't watched a Kevin Spacey movie since.
2: Yeah, I feel that. Like, yeah, that was. Uh... Have you, yeah, like even... have, you, have you
0: done that to any other actor's Even Have you done that with anyone else? Like, where you're just like, oh, that person's horrible. Or even you, Sam. Have you just been like, ah, I'm not going to watch their movies?
1: Um, Mel Gibson, hands okay. down.
2: I, I, except I, I, except I still can't, like...
1: Nate, stop it. I, go, I have uh, still uh, haven't seen Braveheart. I, and I've been wanting to watch it for years. Go, uh, and then after all that stuff happened, I'm like, I guess I'm not going to watch Braveheart now.
2: Oh, you need to watch. you As much as you love history, you need to watch Braveheart.
1: Is it historically accurate no, though? It is no, none. exactly. No. That's my
2: point. It's 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 got parts of it right, but not a lot of it. No, it, it, it but it ruins it's... it
1: for me. It ruins it for me because all, that's all I see. Like I, I think it's just the extent of which, like the crime is done. Because I have a hard time not listening to Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah. Like, it's it and it's with with i don't i don't actively seek mel gibson movies but if but like i i talked about a few weeks ago i think like uh, watching the expendables three and this was well after his his all of his controversies and things he's just so damn like good in it which is you know it's it it is hard to i so to answer your question Hugh you i don't i can't think of any i mean i don't I mean, I don't think I was ever I mean I would have no problem watching Usual Suspects even though it was as awful as Kevin Spacey is. Um I still routinely watch Ghost Dad despite Bill Cosby. Ghost Dad is one of my favorites. That's
0: just that's a It's it's,
2: just, it's a terrible it's a terrible movie. <laughs>
0: oh, I was about to say what about the one where he's the uh what was the weird one? Was Are you talking that? about Leonard pa- yeah, Leonard Part yeah, Six? Yes. Thank you. Man. Yes,
2: where he's like the, he's the retired spy. Yeah, and the uh, the villain in it is played by none other than Tina Turner, who actually had very few film credits to her name, but she's always the villain. Yeah, yeah.
1: Was she the villain Did, in Mad um, Max? Beyond Thunderdome, not Mad Max. Uh,
0: uh, yes,
2: Mad yeah, Max, she, Beyond
1: was, Th- she was. She uh,
2: was uh, villainous. I, I mean she that was That
1: song she, is incredible oh, though. I still we don't, we remember, don't, I still love that song.
2: We don't need another hero. Yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. It's so good.
2: Yeah. And do it's... you remember
1: the the two the the California love, like Tupac wanted to Beyond the, yeah. and Mad Max? Yeah the, the so video, that video for it. absolutely doesn't make any sense for no. like the song because no. it's like it's like I guess you're in the desert in California too, I suppose. But like what he actually says in like lyrically in the song does not match the video at all. Um, no, no. Uh, but it, but was it was like a, all Mad Max and beyond. It was a cool ass
2: video though. Remember? It was
1: really cool. I mean, he just gotten out of jail. So.
2: It didn't occur to me just now until we bringing her up that uh, the, uh, Tina Turner might only have a few film credits to her name, but her co-stars are very problematic. She did a movie with Bill Cosby. She did a movie with Mel Gibson. Um, I don't. I'd have to look up her other roles, but that's a. Those are two big bad ones uh, right there. Ike,
1: Ike Turner, Okay. Oh. Yeah, she did a lot of
2: things with Ike Turner.
0: Well, I mean, that's a lot she of her in,
2: credits. So. She was in Tommy. She was. Uh, she played like a drug drug addict in Tommy, but that was one of the weirdest movies you'll you you could ever possibly see. We studied that in my uh your uh, history of European film class for the musicals. We did both Tommy and Quadrophenia, both the Who's movies. They were on so many drugs oh. when they made those. They were insane.
0: How do we forget Last
1: Action Hero? I've never
2: hero. seen them. Last she Tina Turner was in Last Action yeah, Hero?
0: Yeah, she was like the the uh, the captain.
2: That's right.
0: Or no, sorry, the mayor. I sh- I sh- She's just the mayor. My apologies.
2: That's right. We we even after our big, our deep dive episode, like what three? God, how long ago was that that we were doing? We had a good run there over the summer, like pandemic episodes where we were doing deep dives every episode. We haven't done that in a while.
0: Well, we can always get back. Maybe we have next to pick
2: week. a new pick pick a new one for next. week. Oh wait, week yeah,
0: we've been waiting for Bubble Boy.
2: Um, I'm still not ready.
1: Okay, I figured as much. I'll, give, so you I'll mean... give
2: you something on that. Give you something on that next week. Uh, um,
1: but I'm running low on batteries, just FYI.
0: Okay.
2: uh Oh.
1: So, you know how Apple makes it really hard for you to, to charge your phone and actually plug into, you know, an actual headset? Yeah. Because it's the uh-huh. same it's the same slot. It's great. You yeah. have to get one of
0: those split wire things now, and it's like, what's well, the I point? Well, I think that,
1: I mean, this is, you're able to charge it um, wirelessly with a little thingy, but, like, if I'm on the phone, or whatever. Anyway, I got a new phone. I broke down I got a new phone because this phone is, like, my personal phone is like three years old-ish. I have an eight plus, so okay. it's pretty old. So I broke down and got it, a new one. So I should be getting it soon.
2: Is it twelve? You got a twelve?
1: I got the twelve Pro.
2: Ooh, yeah. fancy, fancy, fancy. Not
1: the twelve Pro Max because the Pro Max is like huge. I'm not. I mean, I was really hesitant to get the Pro anyway because it's so big.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's. It's. Yeah.
1: I, mean, but, uh, I, I
2: prefer like the Zoolander phone. That's I want. I remember for what I mean. That was the joke in Zoolander that the phones were getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And but obviously that, that was pre-smart. That was pre-smartphone, and now they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But yeah, the little, little tiny flip phone.
0: I was joking <laughs> about the first time the Plus came out, like what, the original one. I was like, it's the size of my
2: Mac Mini at the time. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah, I had a I had a, a, a an iPad Mini too, and they're the same size. Oh, not the same, but they're pretty close.
0: They're not far off in any sense, so I'm 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 debating. I think, um, I think we. Did we already lose? No. Might, oh no, she's still here. She's just gone to audio. Oh no. no okay. I'm just changing. I'm just
1: changing audio. Okay. I have to, Going my to the phone. wireless. It's gonna die.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah. Look at her.
2: Pro. Well.
1: I got new headphones too. Well, it's, a re- you know, it's On the on the um, when you order your new phone, there's all these accessories and stuff. So I got this ugly neon green.
2: Oh wow! But, I was wondering what you were doing. I was wondering what that was that you were fiddling with.
1: It's a Beats by Dre one, and okay. it's like fifty bucks. And um, I don't like the AirPods at all, to be honest. They they work most of the time, but not all the time. They they fall out of my ear easily. I feel like it's made for like bigger eared white people. Right. Um, that's just my opinion. So um, I, I apologize, Sam, for my, my bigger eared. Yeah. Self. <laughs> i don't fit the demographic it's ironic because i'm sure small asian people are the ones that make it but um <laughs> this I, I i want ideally just so i can go running or whatever yeah. and it's like so that way if, if it falls out of one ear at least it'll still be around so it's just like a wraparound one right. yeah and it's neon green because i have black hair and i didn't want to get the black one because it's like people can't see it so i hate it when people like talk to me and i'm on the, my like headphones and they're like having a full-on conversation with me, and I'm like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam, I got it this. I got this brand called Pamu, like PMU, which are wireless. <laughs> hey, not it as be May. They're they're. No, I don't. They I don't, have I'm adjustable ear se- ear ear things, and the it's, they're effing good.
1: For the amount of times that I curse out my AirPods, like it's not worth the 150, 60 dollars, or however much it costs. Fifty dollars. To be honest, like I'm. That's why. Yeah, I'd be fine with like a fifty dollar or even twenty dollar one, as long as it works.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. 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 And
1: and it's like full price if you lose one side, you have to pay half basically. It's like seventy five bucks if you drop yeah. one. Like every time I walk into an elevator, I always like hold my ears. Because ah. <laughs> I'm afraid it's gonna fall through the little elevator shaft.
0: That's kind of funny. <laughs>
1: so, that's happened to me before with my my badge at work when I was at MTV. Oh no. Because it's so thin, right? Like it's your badge. And I just, I dropped it and I saw it just go down the elevator slot all the way down to the bottom. <laughs> I I've always, anyway. that,
2: that was always my fear that I would have with my keys. I don't even know yeah. why. Like, it, there'd be no reason for me, me to have my keys in my hands uh, when I'm walking onto an elevator. But you never know.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's, there's going to be, I know that we don't really want to talk politics too much, but there's going to be fine. a debate,
2: yeah? I, yeah, there's one more. I thought there was I an believe.
0: issue with the, the fact that they were going to be able to mute him.
1: Oh, is that well? He's
2: he's gonna put up a fight. <laughs> like it, it's you know he's gonna he's gonna claim that he's gonna, that yell. He's gonna what because he's he's I I'm sure his people have been doing everything they can to not get him to debate because he's very bad at it and his numbers plunge after each one. But uh, so they're gonna they keep coming up with, like he keeps making absurd demands and when they don't meet his demands, he basically says that. Um, he he claims they're being unfair to him, so I I don't know if there will be a third one, but there's supposed to be a third one.
1: It's because he's a petulant child. <laughs> well, yes,
2: yes yeah. he is. It's true. That is true.
0: Uh, I I made a mistake, I... Nate. That I I started going down some comments the other night, and like oh no, yeah, I was like
2: Hugh, Hugh, I care about you. I told I I, I, I'm, I know I am trying to I'm trying to tell you, Hugh. I yeah, care I about you. I don't appreciate
0: do it. it. I know and I know, but I'm like you know I'm kind of newish to the Twitter thing. I have some fun with it now.
2: It's,
1: um, it, but it's yeah. But it,
0: it is an interesting paradox, shall we say.
1: It's. Don't, don't do it. I'm not going I, to. I, it. I literally, like, I, I, I'm so busy, you know, just with work and everything that, like, I don't even have time to go down any rabbit hole. Because I think it would just frustrate me and make me really sad. So.
0: Oh, no, 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 I, no you're right. I just
1: avoid right. I just avoid it all.
0: But the writer, the writing community on Twitter is actually really cool. So. They back everyone up. It's a, it's a, just an interesting motivational type thing or lack of motivational environment there. Like Nate, you follow a few different Twitters, don't you?
2: I do, I do. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm um, uh, I try to avoid political Twitter, but of course that's impossible these close, days. Yeah. But um, I have got I've I'm I'm full full on in on in on um, black Twitter right, which is amazing, and uh, gay Twitter. Yeah. Also amazing, and the best cross section is I have I follow several gay black Twitter accounts, so it's the cross section of, of black Twitter and gay Twitter. Oh, it's amazing.
0: That's got to be entertaining.
2: Oh my god! It sounds best. amazing. It's the best. It's there. I I follow several um, I several they're comedian writers, but basically they are in real life. Like, um, do you guys watch um, Kimmy Schmidt?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
2: basically, I follow two different com- uh, writer comedians who are gay and black, and they basically are Titus Andromeda, like in real life. Oh. Like, oh. It, like it, like that's. The, and I mean, maybe they're putting the act on a bit, but that's basically that appears to be their actual personalities, and they are hysterical. I love the
1: song Pinot
2: Noir. He's he is what's his, what's his name? Um, his real name is, um I can't remember. Titus Burgess or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's. So yeah, so I, I follow, I, I run the ga- like the whole gamut Hugh, of of Twitter follows.
1: How do you how do you follow all that all the time?
2: Like it's. I I scroll through. I mean, I I think I looked last time. I looked. I think I follow like over a thousand people, and I just I, I so I miss a lot. But there but there, I follow so many accounts that just don't tweet much.
1: Yeah. Like, so I
2: don't even, I don't even realize that I followed them.
1: Well, I mean, we have to thank all, all the like, you know, gay people of color just for giving us the the vernacular that we have nowadays with like, yes, queen and all that stuff that people have basically appropriated.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Um, yeah. But all like all the slang, everything like throwing shade, all that stuff comes from, um, I don't know if it's like black gays, but I think it's people of color, uh, gays. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's it's um one of those things that I feel like a lot of people don't realize the origins of it and they should get credit where credits due man that's all
2: exactly yeah um,
1: yeah I use, I use it so much I I use things so much I like I've become a lot more aware of words in general because I have a five year old um, and she'll ask about like where did that come from or whatever you know we actually went through this whole thing about telling her what portmanteaus are, which was a very awesome conversation to give for a Um, (laughs) five-year-old. That's a
2: very, that is. uh, Giving her
1: examples. Yeah. That is, uh, uh, it's, it's fun because it it makes sense. If you're a five-year-old and you're like, well, brunch is just a a, a breakfast and lunch pushed together. Those two words are put together. It makes a portmanteau basically. Like, um, there's a whole bunch of things that are portmanteaus that people don't really realize actually and a lot of it is like technology terminology like you know all of the all the stuff that we have on the internet basically are all portmanteaus because it's like you're mixing these two words together because we're lazy we're we're lazy people but um for being an english minor um, i enjoy that but there's a lot of weird ass like clauses and rules and stuff just about words in general and how to spell things and it's hard to explain to a five-year-old why certain things are pronounced a certain way, why there's a silent K's in front of words for no reason. It's frustrating. It's my life right now, guys. No, I'm sorry.
2: I no, I, like, I understand. I, I honestly, like, you're just... trying to
1: spell knife. Like, okay, kid, good luck. Oh,
2: and, and now, now now imagine yourself as yourself as Hugh trying to explain the Welsh spelling to people. It is tough, oh, man.
0: I've been learning, and uh, I'll be honest, it is. Highly fucking confusing.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm yeah.
1: Get,
0: I'm getting decent. Well, with the, the, a few the good things. thing
1: is, the good thing is that Josh, like, he knows he's pretty fluent in German, so a lot of things are based in German. Uh-huh. Um, so he he's like, oh yeah, because in in German the word knife means blah, blah 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 or whatever. You know, he has like an understanding of like the origins at least. Yeah. I never studied Latin either, so I'm just like, eh. But sometimes I'm like, sorry, kid, that's just how it's like spelled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what English is. English is a Germanic language.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you so. know, I always get really upset when people are just like, um, you know, racist people are just mm-hmm. like, learn how to speak English. And, like, do you know how hard that is? By the way, most Americans don't speak a second language. So, F you. But, like, learning English is tough, man.
2: And the people and, – and I hate to generalize, but for the uh, – a uh, large cross-section the people that are claiming you need to learn english don't have a firm grasp of english themselves no. they're mm-hmm. really not good yeah uh,
0: this is it's, all it's, very true
1: it's problematic because i feel like a majority of students now don't know how to spell because of technology now with with cell phones and computers and stuff like people aren't actually spelling
0: no they're writing words why, is, why do you think we have the yeah. show titled the way it was Cause this is yeah, how exactly. kids write.
2: Now. Well, we 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 know it's because you were having a stroke. You. Fine, yeah. No, well, it's because
1: it... he was spelling it in Welsh, and it's all consonants.
2: <laughs> that's true. You yeah. know, what? I'm
1: when gonna start texting
0: you guys now. things in Welsh just to like see. Please do, please okay.
2: do. I mean, yeah. it again. It'll, it'll look.
1: That's you yeah. It'll
2: look like you're having a stroke. I imagine. Uh, there, <laughs> but, it, but there that's are a
1: few things. Like, my sister teaches high school English right now. Right. And, um, well, I mean, besides the the whole distance learning stuff, which is a whole other issue, but this was before quarantine, but she was saying that most kids write like they're texting because that's what... That's what they do all the time. They just text. And nobody holds them accountable because when you're typing on a computer, autocorrect will correct it if you spell it wrong. Right. So there's no there's no reason mentally for any kids to like remember how things are spelled. But that's problematic because when you go to college and when you go out to the work field, you're required to type up emails and do all this other stuff that should be grammatically correct. And a lot of the times people don't know what proper grammar is anymore.
0: Funny you mentioned that, Sam. Pl- Grammarly. Bye. It's a it's an app that you can put on your phone, your computer.
1: <laughs> I don't need that. We
0: are brought to you by Grammarly. Okay. No, um,
2: oh,
0: <laughs> new sponsor for the
2: day. I, I, I we, well, it's been a while since I mean, after we we lost the uh, water and bread sponsors uh, because of some controversial tweets I had. I apologize for that. I know that. Um, yeah. I saw that Sam. I don't. I mean, I saw that um, they're like. I mean, this makes sense because I. Uh, I just heard somebody talking about recently, that they're phasing cursive out, which they totally should, because when's the last time either of you have written in cursive?
1: Um, speak for yourself, dude.
2: Do you write in cursive?
1: Yeah, all the time. My handwriting... I- I've written you letters and-, and cards and stuff. My handwriting is a hybrid of regular yeah, print right. and cursive.
2: That's what mine y- is yours as well. Is. That is, is, is your... Yeah, um, uh, I think I... St- it's my lazy uh, way of writing. I get To it. this day, I... I mean I couldn't I mean I I'm sure I am sure Like right now I could start the you know the cursive's not something you forget, but to this day and from the day I learned it, still can't do an uppercase Z. Still have no idea how to do an uppercase that's Z in
0: that cursive. That's usually it's one co- of the easier ones. Upper, I, no, it's, it's, it's confusing. Okay, Billy
1: Madison. Lower ca- it's a big loop, it's not, it's a big <laughs> loop and <laughs> yeah. then a small loop. Yeah. It's like a I'm running I'm running in cursive to you every all the entire time now. Just I make sure
0: you I get, get a Z bottom. thrown in that's,
2: there. No. Yeah, I might not know what it is if you if you do a z.
1: Well, that, the you know what the most messed up one is is the cursive uppercase F. It's that uh, kind of like, it, It's it looks fine. It looks like an F, but like it's just weird cuz like if you you go I don't know. It, it's it's, hard. Like you, you it's up, kind of you loop up just... loop
0: down and kind of like bubble it out. It looks yeah, kind of like, like a big B. Kind of. There's like a serif in yeah. there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's it's fine, but like the G's are hard too. The uppercase G's. Um, yeah. I used to have weird. to do
0: that one. I actually had no problem with it because my middle initial is G. But I What's remember your name? Gareth.
1: Oh. Yeah. Like, like Wyatt and Gareth?
0: No, G- Gareth. G A R E T H.
1: Oh, or like
0: Gareth from yeah, The, the Office.
1: It, yeah, Gareth from The Office. No, but it wasn't in Word Science's name was Gareth or was it Garrett? Wyatt Garrett.
2: Does Wyatt Garrett. and Garrett. I yeah, yeah. I think it was T, T. I think it was hard T. Garrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's because she um. What's her name?
2: Uh, Lisa yeah,
1: Kelly LeBrock. Pronounced it. She wasn't pronounced it, it. It sounds like it sounded like Gareth to me because she pronounced it weirdly.
2: Wasn't her name Lisa? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is good old yeah. Kelly LeBrock, man. That is a, um yeah. She, she's st- star of uh, Weird Science and Hard to Kill. One of the the best, in my opinion, uh, Stephen Seagal movie. Because yeah, I, I believe that they were married, weren't they?
0: I believe they might have been.
2: They were married at the time. What is is that?
1: Wayne's World. I was trying to figure. I, oh, I forgot Garth? his. It's 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 Wayne and, and Garrett. Garth. Garth. It's Garth. Garth. That's right. See, I'm getting everything confused in my head. Yeah,
0: no, it's okay. Well, we've done our hour, so you know, confusion is what kicks <laughs> in with us. So you know, everyone out there, thank you for listening
2: you know i was i honestly i was i was really pulling for sam to get cut off like so you so we could do two weeks in a row where a person didn't end the episode you know that (laughs) would have which which by the way no by by the way the um last week was comically perfect that's why i didn't sign back in uh because first of all hugh did you kick me off no Okay, because I my, I got booted and a warning ca- thing came up. It came up on my phone. It says, you have been removed from the chat. Not, you lost the connection. It said, you have been removed. Well, I, and it was and the reason I didn't come back in, it was, it was so comedically perfect, because I got cut off exactly when I was talking about the Sopranos finale. Yeah, that's, and it was comically perfect. And I'm like, well, I'm not good. And I looked at the clock and I'm like, we're almost done. There. I'm like, it's perfect that I got cut off doing Sopranos. And then when i went back and listened to it i was like oh they were talking for like another 10 minutes i probably should have signed back in
1: <laughs> but it was but it was perfect